Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So uh, I was raised in Detroit in a large Catholic family, very conservative, um, nothing spiritual, just religious, if you will. So I had no sense of anything beyond <clears throat> what I was told was true. Uh, I always believed in Jesus and um, in love and in sort of the embrace of the, the universe, but it was always constrained within the context of a, of a Catholic uh, or religious orientation, a dogmatic orientation. So that, you know, now it's 67 years later, you know, for me to share with you what I share with you, it's kind of astounding. Um, inevitably, in my late four, in my 40s, uh, I got a um, PhD in transpersonal psychology. I was a therapist prior to that and worked in uh, addiction and recovery where I really got more clear about spirituality and the importance of spirituality in, um, in our work as therapists. So I wanted to focus, uh, if I were to go on with my education, I wanted to focus on how to bring spirituality and therapy together in integration. And that's kind of how I found coaching. In a sense, it's uh, for me, the way that I do coaching, it's, it's all the above. Uh, my degree in my PhD is transper in transpersonal psychology, which allows for us to expand our sense of who we are beyond the physical, beyond the three-dimensional world to actually include all of those elements of life that are beyond what we think of as real. Even though we have dreams and um, a high percentage of people have spiritually transformative experiences, we don't consider that to be part of who we are in our physical bodies. But so many people do. I think probably 85% of the people on this planet have had some sort of experience that is beyond what makes sense in our logical, rational world. So for me, um, transpersonal psychology allows for and engages and embraces that larger knowing. So some of what I bring to you in these podcasts will reflect that perspective. You may be of that uh, ilk. You might go, yeah, 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 that makes perfect sense. Or some of you may go, mm, that's a little edgy. And it might be. And I totally get that. So today, uh, this podcast is number, I think this is 26th. So this is the 26th podcast that I've done. And one of the cool things about doing these podcasts that's different from my, well, it's, it's the same as the blogs that I write or the books, is it allows me and requires me to expand into my truth, in my real truth, and, and share that with you in a way that allows you to expand into your truth, not saying, here's my truth and this is the right truth but that my truth is what it is and really encouraging you to say, well, what's my truth? How do I want to live into my truth? So one of the things that I want to share with you today, and this, the thought is that as I've been doing these podcasts, uh, I, uh, I've become less afraid of aging, which is really a pretty cool thing. Um, and uh, I also, as you know, been running a group here on Orcas Island at the Senior Center on aging, aging like a guru. And so we've had about 12 people for almost uh, two years now, three, almost three years. And um, as we speak with each other and share with each other, we're hearing each other uh, talk about who we are. And one of the things that 
I love about this group and facilitating this group is that people are e- are are are, are <laughs> people are um, able to hear themselves through other people's talking, other people's sharing of their experience. So one of the really valuable elements of of this work, I believe, is listening to how people age, what's really happening inside of them, not just the how-tos and making sure about, you know, taking medication or, you know, some of the, the practicalities, but what's it like inside as you're choosing to um, participate in your aging process? So one of the, one of the things I'm finding is, is I'm becoming more clear about who I am in this aging process um, because I am in, immersed into it much more than I was. And as I've mentioned, um, Kelly Turner's book, Radical Remission, really helps me see who I am on all different levels and in all different ways in this aging process. Even though she's talking specifically about cancer, I think cancer is a, is a field, but it's also relevant to how we be in our life every single day, whether we have cancer or we're the healthiest people in the world. And the people that are healthiest are those most likely who are attending to their well-being on all levels, including the transpersonal, including the spiritual, including the relationship with ourselves outside this body, if you will. One of the things that I um, have found interesting, so I've been part uh, participating in an organization called ASSIST, A-C-I-S-T-E, that stands for American Center for the Integration of Spiritually Transformative Experiences. The American Center for the Integration of Spiritually Transformative Experiences. So as I mentioned, so many people have had spiritually transformative experiences. Some people have had near-death experiences or they've left their bodies for moments or traveled or all kinds of things. And, um, and sometimes people have a hard time integrating those experiences into their everyday life. So this organization was created to support um, therapists and spiritual guides and coaches in learning how to sit with and support people in the process of integrating their spiritually transformative experiences. So assist.com, A-C-I-S-T-E.com is, um, if you're interested, is a really interesting place to go and look. So part of that is I have come to know that who we are is beyond, far beyond uh, who we are in this physical body. It includes us in this physical body. It includes our mental self and our, our spiritual self, but it includes so much more because we're an interdimensional, multidimensional being. I truly believe that. And so that's part of my conversation with you is, you know, who you are in all of you, not just the physical um, um consensus-based person, but the the one that's beyond all of that. You know, who I was uh, as a child growing up in a family of nine, That's that part of me is still here, but I've been able to expand myself to include so much more than who she is and who she was. So one of the things that I've uh, come to is um, this larger position or this greater position or expanded position that I am far less fearful of aging than I've ever been. And part of that is these conversations I'm having with you because I have to kind of look at how I'm walking my talk, how I'm engaging with my inner guru and how that's actually impacting on me every day. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I just want to stay in bed. Um, <clears throat> and when I do, when I am in those states of being, I am 
fully immersed in that because that's part of who I am in this in this being in this human being. Um, what I want to mention today in in, in relation to um, learning learning and growing into this this phase of being a uh, being f- more fearless about aging is also being fearless uh, about dying. Uh, there's a couple of books that I've that are on my bookshelf that I just love that are related to people who've had communications from individuals who have passed to the other side. One book is called uh, Thy Son Liveth by Grace Duffy Boylan, B-O-Y-L-A-N. This book was written in um, 1920 when a woman, uh, her son was in World War I and he died and immediately began communication with her from the other, other side. And uh, it, it's, it's very small, and uh, some of the points are really succinct for me. Um, and so that's been really wonderful. And the other book that I really love is called Testimony of Light. Testimony of Light, and I think that's by Helen Greaves. And um, both books are, are channeled or are communications from people on the other side, as I said. Uh, one is from an 18-year-old or 19-year-old boy. Uh, who's on the battlefield in World War One? When he gets he gets killed, and he starts talking to his mother immediately and says, "Hey, I'm on the other side. Don't worry. You don't have to mourn. You don't have to grieve. And please tell others not to be sad for us because that creates suffering for us. If 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 you're being if you're suffering, so let people know there's no reason to mourn. Um, that we are okay over here. And one of the expressions he uses is is like um, moving from the body that was on the battlefield to the other side was like a boy uh, jumping from the school building in joy of the release. And um, it was such a beautiful way of seeing the joy of the release uh, of, a, of, a, of a boy, in a sense, going, leaving school and going off to play. And, um, and, um, and Ian in, I'm sorry, in Testimony of Light, uh, Frances, who also had gone to the other side, she was uh, older and uh, had cancer, and she talks about this this release. And uh, um, people that I know from the ASSIST organization who had near-death experiences have also shared uh, information and stories and their own personal experiences of what it was like when they were were hit, in a sense. This one fellow, this friend of mine, who told told me a story of, of how he had a near death experience before he it was a, a car accident if you will and and he had gotten out of his car to help somebody else who was in a major con, a car accident and um and a car actually struck him and uh, just before the impact of the car on his body his spirit left and uh, and so he never felt the pain of the the impact. And I've heard this more more times than I can than I can remember, but that has really helped me know. Number one is is that that death is not painful, and second of all, that being on the other side is just a matter of transition. Wadsworth says this. So many people say this. It's not the, an ending, but a an ongoing process, an ongoing life uh, on the other side. And um, it was the first time in reading Thy Son Liveth, even though I've read the other book and many others, this was the first time it was like, okay, I get it. It's, there's no 
pain in the impact or in the transition of, of death or dying. And there is no death. And it's like, it gave me a, a, a reality of there is no aging. And so many of us who are, it doesn't matter how old we are, but I know people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, it's like, how old are you inside? And they, they feel very youthful. They feel their, their self that's, a, in a sense, the eternal being that isn't aging. It doesn't feel old. It feels youthful and innocent and beautiful and bright. But because of the containment within the physical being and the circumstances, they lose touch with that part of themselves that's eternal and and joyful, uh, a joyful schoolboy or joyful schoolgirl. So I've gone way over today. Uh, uh, I really appreciate you being here with me. I look forward to uh, connecting with you again soon. Big hugs, blessings, and bye for now. Thank you.